0: Welcome to a word for this day podcast i'm jory schaefer the show's host and creator and it is such a joy to have you um listen today thank you for downloading this episode thank you for listening thank you for sharing with your friends thank you for your support to help uh, for those of you who have helped with uh, some of the production costs i just appreciate that so much um i'm Looking into and uh praying about having these podcasts transcribed so that those who may be hearing impaired, hearing impaired or may uh prefer to read uh these devotionals um, uh, will have the opportunity to do that but that's still a work in progress and um and so I appreciate those who have uh offered to support in that way that's truly a blessing um but God's got it all planned out, and I'm just trying to seek exactly what He wants me to do for His glory and not for mine. And, um, it's just such a joy. I, I keep saying that, but it truly is just to know that there are other people who want to learn more and to uh, dig deeper into God's Word. And I just pray that this will be an encouragement to you. Please keep sharing with friends or family or, um, friends on uh at church or uh, on your social media that you think may be interested in this and i'll remind you in the show notes um there's a link to the uh the website for this podcast and um within that you can do some uh sharing of individual episodes if you choose to do that there are also um I try to put all the scriptures that I reference there so you've got that as a reference if you go back to listen. Um, I want to tell you that we have just surpassed at the time of this uh, recording over 4,300 downloads of the um, podcast, different episodes uh, since January the 1st of this year, and so that's just a God thing. Um, It's been downloaded in 219 cities across 30 states in the United States, 13 countries, and 20 of those cities that I mentioned are, um, are across 12 of the countries, so, uh, the U.S. obviously, uh, has most of them, um, but then 20, um, foreign cities and so I just pray that um, if you are from another country that this is a blessing to you. I know my southern accent may be a little difficult to understand uh, but I just pray that God blesses you. I pray that God blesses all of you uh, within the United States who are listening. It's just such a blessing and um, I would love to get to hear from you and And meet you and uh, maybe we'll get we may not all get to do that on this side of heaven but perhaps we will on the um when we all get to heaven one day and i am looking forward to that when it's the lord's will for it to happen well it's time for the most important part of this podcast and that's for us to talk about god's word and so our verse for february the 24th 2022 is found in first peter chapter 2 verse 24 and it reads as follows from the english standard version he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness by his wounds you have been healed oh my goodness just like usual there's so much here and it's going to be hard to talk about all of this in a 25 minute podcast but we'll do our best to see um see what treasures we can pull out of this um wonderful verse today so we're back in uh first peter we uh, had a couple of uh verses from peter's letters i think in january And then this may be the only one so far that we've done this month. I think it is um, in the month of February. So I'll give you a little bit of background. Uh, Peter was an apostle. He was one of the original 12 disciples who were called, who Jesus later um, called apostles because he appointed them personally to uh, continue to spread um, the gospel. And uh, we know uh, based on how Peter is listed in the Gospels that more than likely he was the chief uh, uh, apostle because he's usually listed first. Um, we know that his brother Andrew brought him to Jesus. Uh, we know that he was a fisherman and all of this is found in the Gospels. And I think I go into that in more detail perhaps on the january 13th episode in the january 22nd episode um, where we talked a little bit more about peter peter like the other original 11 uh, disciples and apostles um walked and talked with jesus they saw his miracles um, they saw him crucified and they saw him resurrected um, he appeared to them after um, his resurrection Peter, James, and John were were the three that were often uh, thought of as being kind of in his inner circle. And Peter, James, and John were able to see uh, Jesus transfigured on the mountain. Um, So they saw uh, part of his true glory on the mountain. Um, Peter also denied Jesus um, and Peter was told by Jesus that Satan had asked to sift him like wheat, but when he returned uh, to strengthen his brothers, and that's what he did um, with his letters. We know that as Jesus was ascending back to heaven, he told the um, disciples to go ahead and to jerusalem and wait for that promised holy spirit and then in the book of acts we read about uh, when they were gathered at pentecost and the holy spirit came down and rested like tongues of flaming fire on each of them and they started speaking in tongues and um The people all there thought they were drunk. And Peter got up and gave a wonderful address to the crowd to say, no, these men are not drunk. um, And explained all about who they were and what Jesus had done and that many people were saved that day because of um, his address. And so this is the person who is writing um, this letter and we know that Peter wrote two letters in the New Testament, or we have the copy of the two letters that Peter wrote. And this first letter, and it's the one that we're in today, Peter writes, as we see in First Peter, beginning in uh, chapter 1, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia. Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with his blood. So this was written to those who had been uh, dispersed or exiled because of the persecution that was going on at the time. This is thought to be around Nero's persecution, the time that Nero was persecuting Christians. And um, I just love the way that Peter opens up um his letter and when you think about that this was an eyewitness account he was he had um, experienced miracles he had walked on the water uh, to jesus he had seen jesus still still the storms he had seen jesus heal he had betrayed jesus but also been forgiven and loved by jesus he had seen jesus crucified but then he saw him after he was resurrected and um it's just such a blessing when you think this is the person writing that letter and also just such an encouragement that um how the Lord worked in Peter's life, even though Peter had made mistakes and the Lord still used him mightily. And so that gives hope to us that even if we make mistakes, the Lord uh, can use us mightily for his glory if we are uh, willing vessels. And so listen to how he opens up, and then we'll um, proceed on to the our verse for the day, but uh, beginning in First Peter chapter one, verse three, it says, "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his great mercy." And Peter knew that mercy; He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable." fire may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of jesus christ though you have not seen him you love him though you do not now see him but you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory obtaining the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls and so peter was talking to people who hadn't seen him but he had and he was just encouraging them about their their faith and their salvation and um, which was just such a blessing and then we um, we jump over to the verses leading into our verse for the day he spent time talking to them about the fact that they're a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's in 2 Peter 2, 9. And he's given this encouragement. And then he goes over and um says, but we need to submit to authority, and um you may suffer for that. And so these are the verses leading in for um, the verse of the day. If we pick up in chapter 2, verse 19, it says, For this is a gracious thing when, mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. And those believers who had been dispersed, you know, the believers that he was writing us to who had been dispersed were suffering. They were being persecuted and Um, So he's trying to encourage them here. And then in verse 20, he says, For what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. And here's our verse for the day. He himself bore our sin in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed for you were straying like sheep, but now have returned. But have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. So Peter is saying, um, you know, you you still have to must submit to authority, and you may be uh, unjustly treated. Uh, but the Lord Jesus gave us an example in that He did that for us uh, for our salvation. And this is just how uh, Peter was trying to strengthen his brothers as the Lord had told him uh, to do. And so when we back up to verse 22, which is a couple of verses before our verse for the day, he's talking about Jesus and he said he committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. And so, what a blessing! You know, Peter was Jewish. Um, he would have known um, Isaiah's prophecy because he'd heard Jesus teach it more than likely in the synagogue. Because. Um, as we talked about in a previous episode last month, um, when Jesus taught, and we have the record of one one time that he taught, when the scroll of Isaiah was handed to him, and he read a portion of the scroll there, and then he handed it back to the attendant and said, "Today, um, this is fulfilled in your hearing," and that. Uh, so I'm, I feel fairly certain that the Lord Jesus. Um, explain to them how um, he was fulfilling prophecy. And then we even see um, after the fact, after he um, was crucified and buried and resurrected, and um, that talks in the Gospels about how he met with some of the disciples on the way, and then how he expounded um, and explained to them how he fulfilled all the prophecies of the old testament about himself and so um part of this here uh where it says um he committed no sin neither was deceit found in his mouth and then by his wounds you have been healed is actually found in isaiah 53 um, which is just really neat we've talked about this a little bit before but we know that part of P- Peter's recipients would have been Jewish believers who had now believed that Jesus is the Messiah. And so they would have known about this and it would have had a deeper meaning to them. And we're going to look at that uh, a little uh, closer here in just a minute. But uh, I want to do something first before we do that. Where in verse 24 where it says, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree um. I wanted to show you back in Deuteronomy way back yonder in um in the Old Testament and I think it's so important to see how God's story is woven through from the beginning to the end um, but this is a a um almost like a foreshadowing um in Deuteronomy of what Jesus would do for us um but in Deuteronomy um Moses was uh, given all the law to the and the commandments that the Lord had given him on the mountain to give to the children of Israel. And Deuteronomy recounts all of that. And if you look in Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 22, it says, And if a man has committed a crime punishable by death, and he is put to death, and you hang him on a tree... His body shall not remain all night on the tree, but you shall bury him the same day. For a hanged man is cursed by God. And do you know that that's what Jesus did for us, even though there was no sin in him? But he took our punishment. He took the uh, the punishment for the, the crimes, the sins that we had done against God that were punishable by death, and he took those on himself. And then he was hung on that tree, just like the law had said um, many, 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 many years before. Um, But that's what happened to Jesus. And then um, we even read in Galatians, I love this, when uh, when the Apostle Paul was explaining uh, to the Galatians, he said in uh, chapter 3, verse 13, he said, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. And that came from that Deuteronomy 21, uh, 23 that we just read. <clears throat> so that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we might receive the promised spirit through faith. It was all part of God's plan. Um, but he was that perfect sacrifice. He He was hung on that tree and he received that curse that we deserved. Uh, But he took that for me and he took it for you. And so I want to read over in Isaiah what, um, what Peter probably was referring to because he would have been taught this before. And this is just such a wonderful passage. And remember, Isaiah the prophet wrote this uh, somewhere around 700 years, we think, at least uh, 700 years before this happened to Jesus. But the Lord had given this prophecy uh, to to Isaiah, and then Jesus was the fulfillment of this prophecy. And so if we look in Isaiah 53, actually, we may back up just a few verses at the end of 52, um, because uh, This is, in fact, talking about Jesus. Uh, In Isaiah 52, beginning in verse 13, it says, Behold, my servant shall act wisely. And that's talking about Jesus. He shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. As many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of children of mankind. So shall he sprinkle many nations kings shall shut their mouths because of him for that which has not been told them they see and that which they have not heard they understand and then we jump over to isaiah 53 uh, beginning in verse 3 it says he was despised and rejected by men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and as one from whom men hide their faces he was despised and we esteemed him not That's talking about Jesus, friends. And then right here in verse 4, "'Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, "'yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. "'But he was pierced for our transgressions. "'He was crushed for our iniquities. "'Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, "'and with his wounds we are healed.'" And then it goes on to say, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He took that curse. He bore our sins on that tree, as our verse says for the day. Um, He himself bore our sins in his body. He took the punishment um, on that tree. But why did he do it? That we might die to sin. And live to righteousness. Um, We've read about that a couple of times in Romans chapter 6. And isn't it neat again just to see how the Lord keeps bringing that up this week. Over the last few days we've looked at Romans 6 since last Saturday two or three times. And because it's just such an important thing. it's, It's such an important foundational doctrinal thing that a believer needs to know. And that's that Jesus died for us. He bore our sin. He bore the punishment uh, so that we don't have to. But uh, the way that we um, can accept that gift of grace is to believe that what he did he, that what he says he did, he really did. What the word says he did, he really did. And we see, I'll back up in actually Romans chapter five. I've loved this. For while we were still weak at the right time, and that was on the cross, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Oh, what a blessing. And then you pop over to chapter six of Romans, and it says, beginning in verse six of chapter six, we know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing So you must also you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. What a blessing! And that matches our verse for the day. Um, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. Praise the Lord for that. And I love this in Second Corinthians chapter five, verse twenty one. It says, "For our sake." He made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. He bore all that on the tree. He bore the punishment. He bore the disgrace and the shame and the ridicule and the, and the most unimaginable pain and suffering for me and for you and oh friends what a blessing that is and then it says uh, at the end of our verse by his wounds you have been healed and um I, i really think that is a spiritual healing um i have no doubt that the lord heals physically and it happens still today um i truly believe it i've seen it um but I also know that ultimately this is a uh, an everlasting spiritual healing. Our our bodies may or may not be healed on this earth, but there's a day when we're going to have a new body, and uh, we will be completely healed. And it is and we will be with the Lord Jesus forever, and um, that is our the hope of glory that we look forward to. And here's Peter just saying this again in First Peter 3, verse 18, it says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. And then we see the Apostle John, who was uh, close with Peter, um Right in First John 4, verses 9 and 10, in this, the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. And it's not just living on this earth, friends. It's eternal life. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins, that appeasement, that sacrifice. Oh, friend, don't you want to just know this Jesus more and the way that we can do this, the way that we can just know more and more of him and have more of that relationship is that we read God's word. We study God's word. We live God's word and we share God's word. And I want to just close with this little Uh, excerpt from uh, 1 John chapter 3 after we think about what all he's done for us when he when he bore our sins on that tree just how much he loves us and we read this in 1 John 3 verse 1 it says see what kind of love the father has given to us that we should be called children of God and so we are blessings to you friends until next time